Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is another Saturday in CCO land when we talk cars, more specifically the problems you may be having with yours, your car, your truck, your van. And we're going to get some help this morning from Nick Stoffel, ASE certified technician who runs a place called Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Good morning, Nick. Good morning, Denny. How are you doing today, and how are things uh, this past week at Lloyd's? Things are great. You know, the weather's wonderful. It's a beautiful morning. Shops are full. Um, I think all across town, to be honest, as far as I, I know, everyone's everyone's busy kind of wrapping up with the summer here. Maybe one last run to the cabin or or one last summer trip here, so people are people are doing what they need to do to enjoy the last uh, last month or so of summer here. You know, it's always a pleasure, and I've said it before, that when I uh, pay a visit to you guys at Lloyd's, you know, oil change, whatever the case may be, uh, how the businesses, yours included, uh, have incorporated themselves with the residential area and the coffee shops and the other shopping. It It is, it is just a, it, it's just a fun place and a... a well, how was the word? It's a kind, of, kind of a relaxing place to be, uh, and you're lucky, I think, to uh, to work in an area like that. How do you feel about that? No, a- absolutely. You know, we're you know we're a small business in a in a neighborhood that we're a big part of or want to be a big part of. Uh, our our customers are our neighbors and they're our friends. You know, our kids go to school together. They do activities together. They we go to the same churches. It's I mean, it's kind of what we all. Work yeah. for, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, know, that's true. Like a better description. It's uh, yeah, we're we're very lucky. I, I I wouldn't work any other place, to be honest. Well, our listeners are very lucky to have uh, you and your pal Dan uh, helping out uh, every week here on CCO Radio. If you have any issues, any problems with your car, your truck, your van, uh, and I know our time is limited this morning, so don't wait. Uh, we have we were going to pick up on some uh, messages we missed last week. And we're already getting some uh, this morning. So if you have any kind of a car care question, call it in or text it in. Same number, 651-461-9226. Let's grab one that came in this morning, and then we'll pick up on uh, some uh, we missed last week. Uh, 2013 Lexus Hybrid, uh, Nick, uh, intermittently loud at times. Screeching noise seems to be coming from the passenger rear side wheel. Happens at different speeds. Sometimes it turns. There are no indicator lights, no difference in performance. Took it into the dealership with no luck. Said it's driving me nuts. Uh, do you have any thoughts? And at least what what, what would happen in Lloyd's if uh, if he or she brought well, it in there? 
as we've said in the past, those intermittent problems are always the most frustrating, whether it's the dealership, it's your neighborhood shop, whomever you take your vehicle to. So any information you can give those folks to try to pinpoint that problem, you know. And, you know, the truth is whoever looks at the vehicle is going to have to hear the noise. You know, I start thinking, okay, wheel bearing, brakes, a backing plate, anything rotational that could be creating any kind of rubbing, um, any kind of imperfection in a brake pad, something like that is obviously creating the noise the customer's not making it up, but is the car willing to participate in us figuring out what's wrong? That's always the hard part. So, you know, you got to be patient. you got to stick with whomever, and they got to be willing to stick with you. So just understand there might be some time involved, which, you know, there's some costs. Cause those folks need to be paid for what they're doing. Um, sometimes it's as simple as, quite honestly, a little rock getting stuck between a brake rotor, and a backing plate. So, you know, it's as simple as removing something that's so easy, but it's a matter of finding it, which can sometimes yeah. be very, very frustrating. So yeah. stick with them. I'm confident whoever, you know, if they're invested as you are, uh, we'll get it, we'll get solved for that. For yeah, that those, those intermittent ones are, are trouble. Uh, here's a text that came in last week that we missed. A uh, uh, late model Corvette, uh, this texter says recently, I was told to use only premium gas and that regular gas would cause the engine to knock because of the high compression engine. You want to comment on that? We talk about this from time to time, especially we lately. We, well, as fuel costs have gone up, certain vehicles, absolutely. Uh, read the owner's manual. It'll probably explain that to you. A higher performance vehicles probably going to absolutely require use premium fuel. Um, you know, if you're wanting to try to go to the mid grade, see if there's any of that knocking or pinging. If there's not, you know, you can pay me for a happy median. Um, but usually, you want to follow what the manufacturers recommend. I mean, there's a reason why they want the higher octane for that purpose. You know, the vehicle is designed in a manner with compression and timing that it needs that higher octane fuel. I mean, there's a reason why they want the higher octane for that purpose. You know, the vehicle is designed in a manner with compression and timing that it needs that higher octane fuel. You know, and as I mentioned, if you're willing to try maybe a mid-grade, see if it operates fine. If it's fine, you can save yourself a few dollars. Uh, but ultimately, I would suspect you'll end up using the premium fuel. Yeah. Let's see. Where are we here? 2002 Chevy Trailblazer with an L6, 65,000 miles. What do you know, Texer says? about the electric control clutch fan seems to be on too much and very noisy. Sounds like a jet engine, Texter says. So the, the, the cooling fan there on the front of the vehicle is going to operate to just that cool. Uh, but it's not just for the engine, also the air conditioning. So if you're uh, running the vehicle, obviously this summer it's been very warm, you have the air conditioning on, that fan's going to run more to keep the condenser, like at home, outside your house, that fan's running to cool that condenser to allow the air conditioning to work. Now, if something's different, well, now you maybe need someone to take a look at it. A lot of those fans are two stages. Maybe the first stage part of the fan has failed, so now it's going into the high speed. Or maybe there's a bearing going bad in that fan, which could obviously create some more noise. So if it's different than what it usually has been, somebody should take a listen and make sure something's not failing on that, that vehicle. If you have a car care question for Nick Stalfo from Lloyd's Automotive, call it in or text it in, 651-461-9226. Keep in mind, uh, Nick will be taking his leave around 745, making way for Jack Farrell's wine chat. 
Uh, and then, of course, at 8 o'clock hour, we're going to talk lawns and gardens. So just to look ahead here, keeping those questions in mind. Again, our phone number is also our text number, 651-461-9226. Uh, meanwhile, here in the Twin Cities, we are looking at, well, probably highs, no, probably about it. We're going to get close to 90 today, near 88 degrees today. But how about midweek? Wednesday, we're looking at daytime highs almost at 100 degrees. Stay with us here at News Talk 830 WCCO. Good morning. Welcome back to our Car Care Show. We're around every Saturday in the 7 o'clock hour. Thanks to folks like uh, Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive. Uh, Nick, for folks that maybe need you guys and your help there at Lloyd's, where are you guys located? Well, as you mentioned, we are in St. Paul here uh, at 982 Grand Avenue, just two blocks east of Lexington Parkway. So if you're on lovely Grand Avenue, stop by and say hi. If you ever have to give us a call, uh, 651-228-1316. And then if you're in front of your your device, your computer, what what have, uh, we're at lloydsautomotive.net. Excellent. We'll uh, get you that info before Nick takes his leave today, which is close to 745 this morning. Our time does go by quickly. Nick, uh, we have a bunch of uh, text messages that uh, we want to pick up on, too, so we appreciate everybody's patience. Uh, let's see. Um, is it uh, a Ram 2500 developed a tick several months ago, uh, 5.7 Hemi engine? Texter says, I've been told the Hemi engines do that and not to worry and also been told it could be serious issues with lifters. Texter says, I've had the manifold bolts and gasket checked, and they're fine. What do you think my next step would be as far as that ticking? Uh, well, we do get that uh, um, concern from time to time, a little bit more engine noise than we were used to, and uh, I guess both scenarios are possible. Uh, there's a, a variety of certain engines, I guess you could say, that we do see lifter issues where they uh, it's got a, it's a spring-loaded item that gets pressurized with oil, um, where if that item fails, that'll collapse, allowing for more free play in that upper part of the engine, which will create that ticking noise. So, uh, first off, it can be wear and tear, you know, so I'm not saying that there's the ne- it's necessary to rip the engine apart to repair a bunch or replace a bunch of these pieces or components, but Somebody should put their ear to it. Um, you know, if, if the noise is changing, if it uh, was a sudden change or um, if it's something that um, gets very loud, I guess I would say, it might be worth, depending on the style, taking apart the valve covers, getting a look at that stuff to see if it is, in fact, tight or is starting to fail. You don't want to have, as they kind of alluded to, as a lifter has failed, that you know that rides on the camshaft, and also you got camshaft issues, and it can spiral into a very unfortunate and expensive repair. So it's probably worth um, having somebody get a little closer look before you yeah. end up on the wrong end of that deal. Yeah, good advice. There's a, a bodywork uh, question here. Touch up. Uh, good morning. It says uh, 2011 Mercedes. Uh, my wife accidentally scratched the side of the garage, so there's a scratch in the body. But I was going to get one of those touch up paint things. And Texture says, is there a specific one that you recommend? Uh, and, you know, I've tried those, and, of course, I'm probably just not artistic enough to, to do a good job. But I think a body shop, you know, they've got the gear, and they can maybe buff things out and stuff. Have you ever used any of these, like, paint pens or spray uh, type of things? 
Well, you have to be very careful, as you mentioned. It's uh, it's permanent. So uh, for for this texture here, uh, the first thing I would try to determine is if it's if it's in the plastic, like it's in the lower part of the bumper. It's made out of plastic. Not as much of a worry as you alluded to. Try buffing it out. Get some rubbing compound, a little elbow grease. See if you can't make it better. If it's on the metal where you're into the potential rust neighborhood, then you really want to get the expert uh, opinion because you don't want to have where it gotten through the clear coat, through the paint, where you're into bare metal because you go one winter season and then all of a sudden you start to create rust and that spreads quickly and horribly. So um, if it's in the plastic and it's worse than buffing out, you can go to a... Um, that, you know, on a Mercedes, you'll likely end up back at the at the dealership where they can make you one of those touch-up paints, and you can get in there, and if you're good at doing nails, you can make it look okay. It won't look like it did. Don't want to mislead anyone. But if it looks like it's into the metal, it's pretty deep, you better have somebody look at it before you venture down that road. Yeah, good point. Frustrating, nonetheless. Absolutely. Uh, 2004 Chevy three-quarter ton diesel pickup. When I turn on the air conditioning... Dexter says the heater keeps running on the driver's side, but not on the passenger side. Each side has its uh, separate uh, temperature controls. Uh, what do you think is going on? In, in, in the, is, is this an expensive fix? Uh, maybe. And here's what's likely going on. There's a, an air box that kind of controls the destination of the air, we'll say. So the blower motor creates that fan pressure. It goes through whether it's the heater core or the evaporator giving you hot or cold air. It then goes through the ductwork in the dashboard of the vehicle, and it's going to come up on the defrost or out down the floor in the, or out the, the, the center vents. Now, there are little motors that move these little flaps that kind of help guide the air. Likely what's happened for this listener is the, he said that the driver's side was still blowing warm air where the passenger side was operating as it should. That motor has likely failed, or there could be a problem with the axle flap. So you can you know, get online, carefully look up under the dash there. If you're handy enough and have the, the correct tools, which is always important, uh, and you can gain access to that actuator, by all means, I would recommend trying to fix it. Now, if you get, look into it a little bit further and you find out it's located in a manner where part of the dash is coming apart, I would advise you to stop and have you know a professional do it because the last thing you want to do is start breaking pieces in that dash because now you create a rattle or a, a vibration or something that's gonna you're gonna live with forever. So do a little poking around. I always tell people it's best to have a little more information. So when you go to have your car fixed, you're part of the part of the solution. You know what's going on. You're informed. You make a better decision. But don't don't go in there without a little more research before you you know create yourself a bigger problem. Yeah, good point. Nick, we're going to take a break for weather, but just a reminder to our listeners, if you have any kind of a car care question, you have about uh, 12, 15 minutes to ask Nick, either by phone or by text, that particular question. 651-461-9226. Right now in the Twin Cities, 65 degrees. Uh, we'll uh, have a look at that weather coming up here. On News Talk 830, this is WCCO. Stay with us. Hey, good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here along with Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Nick, we have, uh, as usual, callers and texters uh, before you take your leave today. Let's see how many folks we can uh, help out here. Let's back to the phones. Gary, uh, first up, you're calling from Greenfield, I think. Gary, thanks for waiting. What is your question for Nick? 
I've got a 2013 Ford E350, takes regular gas, 345,000 miles. When you go to put gas in it, you can't put the detent on the filler thing. It, it, after about two-tenths or three-tenths of a gallon, it hits the shutoff. You've got to hold it by hand the whole time you fill the tank. My mechanic worked on it all day Thursday, couldn't find a cause. Yesterday went to put gas again. It's still the same problem. Do you have any ideas? I would suspect with the uh, evaporative emissions, with the canister and the purge and the vent, something there, a cobweb, quite literally, uh, is caught up in that piping. So go back to your guy, maybe have him take the vent valve off, you know, to try to remove some items and try to add some fuel. I mean, it'll, it'll be a little bit of work, but most of the stuff on the van should be accessible. But there's vapor lines underneath there. Uh, they, there's a, a filter or a vent on the canister. So what happens is you add fuel to the tank, you're displacing that air with fuel. The reason why the handle kicks off is because the pressure increases. The evaporative system is designed to collect those vapors in the canister, so, so therefore we're not emitting that into the atmosphere. So go back to them, have them look, you know, look at the schematic or the, the, the drawing on, online of that evaporative system. Find one of those components that you can eliminate, try to add some, you know, go back, add some fuel, and it might take a little bit of work there for you, but hopefully uh, with, a little, uh, with a little time you can pinpoint the problem for you and get that fixed for you because that, uh, that, that does happen. It's very frustrating because people don't want to be at the gas station, especially if it's 100 degrees or if it's raining, sitting out there and um, getting wet or getting hot. Yeah, as you know, Nick, we get this question from time to time about that evaporative system. So, yeah, that's uh, be interesting to find out what the uh, the result of that. So, thanks, Gary. Good luck. Uh, Al is calling in this morning on the show uh, from St. Paul, I believe. Al, what is your question for Nick? Hi, Nick. This is Al, the old coach at Palace. I have a 2004 Ford Explorer, and I ran a scan on it. And it come up one code that said my fuel rail pressure injection sensor was out. So I had that replaced. But I now I've got one that's, I believe it's the one that's in the gas tank, the sensor. Is that possible or what? Thank you. Well, the hard thing with the fault code is it gives you the description of um, with the computer scene, whether or not that's that actual component that's failing or something else that's creating a problem. A common situation we'll see is uh, an, an engine running too lean or too rich, people assume it's a fuel injector, or, or if it's a misfire, we assume it's a spark plug. Not always the case. So I think in, with, with Al's case, he can swim by some sometime, and I can run out and scan it again and get a little more information. But um, you need to get the code, and then once you have the code, you go to the manual or go on to their, your references online, and it'll kind of give you a trouble tree to follow. It doesn't automatically, like I said, mean that that part failed, but something within that system is causing that part to misread. So it's always a, a misleading thing. People go, I got it scanned. They said I need an oxygen sensor. There can be many codes pertaining to an oxygen sensor, but an example is if there's an exhaust leak, it can cause that sensor to read incorrectly. So don't always assume that the component that is described in the fault is the problem so it's can be expensive but be careful and like i said if al wants to swim by and see me obviously i can scan that for him and we can have a better conversation okay very good uh there's a question about a 2003 buick century uh if a radiator was just replaced would you lose freon so that the air conditioner would not work on that car if you had to Disconnect the condenser, which the radiator and condenser are sandwiched next to each other. 
some scenarios you can uh, have enough space to get the radiator out without having to disconnect because those lines for the condenser might go right over the radiator. Sometimes they go around. So if they go right over it, yes, somebody had to discharge the system or evacuate the system, and it'll be needed to recharge. So if somebody put the radiator in, they should be able to tell you whether or not that that happened. Um, If there's a dispute here, I guess, unfortunately, you're probably going to have to have somebody try to recharge it and see if it was empty. But uh, it's going to be hot, so I'll figure that out soon. Nick, we have a couple of minutes to go on the show. Here's another one for you, 2015 Honda Fit. 55,000 miles on it. The first start, there was a grinding noise for a couple of seconds. Starts fine. Second start, and thereafter, no grinding noise. The auto shop says likely the actuator and the repair cost is three grand. Can I drive it without repair uh, safely, and for how long do you think? That happens. I'm not sure it's $3,000. I guess it depends on which component failed. Uh, what's happening is Engines use oil oil to lubricate the engine, as we've always known. But now with the different technologies, it also uses oil to control timing. So there's a solenoid that they're referring to that uh, you hear, and if something's bleeding down and losing some pressure, when you start the vehicle, it needs oil pressure to get that system to work correctly, so it's going to take a few moments for that pressure to build up pressurize that system, get everything working as it should. That noise is obviously something that's not happy. That component, if it's the actual actuator that's failed, that can be very expensive. But there are solenoids also that control these systems that sometimes can be replaced separately uh, that are less expensive. So you should have it looked at, uh, maybe get a second opinion. Um, maybe there's a alternative repair that will save this person some money. But if you hear any noise with the vehicle, it's not good. Now, whether or not you have to fix it today or tomorrow, I don't know, but you need to make sure you have it looked at. Um, if it's related to the engine itself and oil, I consider that much more important because you don't want to create um, any kind of metal material or any kind of significant failure that would cause the engine to fail. So I think this listener should go one step further uh, and have a second opinion and make sure um, the diagnosis is correct. Okay. We have to run, Nick. Thanks so much for your help. How do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's if we need the help? Well, real quick here. Uh, we're here Monday through Friday. Uh, our phone number is uh, 651-228-1316. And if you're in St. Paul, we're at 982 Grand Avenue. We're right down the corner of Grand and Chatsworth. And if you're in front of your device, as I said earlier, you can go to lloydsautomotive.net, and that's L-L-O-Y-D-S automotive.net. Thank you so much, Nick. Always a pleasure. Have a good week, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Danny. Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive. Jack Farrell straight ahead here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.